0: Jim, I can't wait till when we do virtual episodes, we have those masks on our face and it seems like we're in my basement or at Zany's in Rosemont and it feels that we're right there so I could just be reaching out to you like I am right
1: now trying to hug you through the Zoom. Trying to connect. We've had enough of each other this week. We we had plenty of in-person, so we are virtual for the podcast. We are, dude. I am out here in... Henderson, Nevada.
0: The it's like when you go to Chicago and you're in Schaumburg. I'm <laughs> in exactly Las Vegas. I'm in ish. Las Vegas, but I'm in Henderson <laughs> at the M Resort. Is I don't know the- uh, who they hired to name this place, Jim. But
1: all they came up with was a letter, and they bought it. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Are they part of the uh, MGM Mirage family? No, they just love the letter M.
0: I guess hmm. they. I mean, can you imagine, like? How'd the, how did it go? Did they take the pitch? Yeah, I just, I just picked a letter out of the middle of the alphabet. It's actually my last initial, and then we're naming the whole goddamn property off of it.
1: I want to hear that story. It could be anything. He was like, so I deleted most of the presentation, except for one letter. I didn't know what to do, man. I had to just run with it.
0: See him getting ready the night before. He's like, I thought I was ready to go, and then I made one change. he switches it from f to m it's great that would be great to go to the second guessing
1: himself i'm at the f
0: i'm at the f resort (laughs) i mean how could you name it m Mm, mm, mm. it's so dumb and it's not related to MGM. In fact, the guy last night told me, he's like, a lot of people think we're MGM because of M life and everything. Like,
1: yeah, you guys <laughs> got it all. It's all screwed up. Yeah, the reason you did this. That's why. Yeah, exactly.
0: But it is, you will love this. It is the official hotel of the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm. So the Raider Hobby,
0: it's all Raiders. My card to my room is a Raiders logo. It's very Raiders heavy. I've been dropping. I, I, I should have brought my picture of me with Jim Plunkett. I probably wouldn't be staying there for free. (laughs) Oh, my God. You'd be in a penthouse suite. I was checking in and I was like, you know, I know Plunkett. (laughs) He spoke at Memorial Hall in St. Cajunan's in 1982.
1: I have a here's a Polaroid of me. And I also know Lyle Alzado. (laughs) That's right. You have a lot of Raider Connects. I uh, I wonder how late it is tonight before you tell somebody. You know Willie Galt was on the Bears too. You're gonna make some weird random connection to somebody out there back to Chicago. Oh, oh, an '85 Bear reference with Willie Galt. is not
0: easy to do. <laughs> Nicely done. I'm gonna go down there and tell him Sloth was a Raider. Sloth played for the Raiders. I'm gonna buy a baby Ruth in the gift shop. And so you know why I'm doing this, don't you? Slop. no it's actually really nice dude it's a um you walk in and they have like a, a casino right at the <laughs> on the first floor oh and then okay. they have um restaurants and like <laughs> a um a circular <laughs>
1: bar in the like right in the middle uh-huh yeah uh-huh. It's, do they uh, have like uh like a pool somewhere off to the back probably yeah oh yeah they do in the back yeah 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 and maybe some like uh areas for shows. It's like, where have I seen this layout before?
0: <laughs> you guys really turned this concept upside down. Well, they were going to call it the W. But... <laughs> oh, there you go. That would be the upside down M. Love it. There we go. Well, anyway, well, this is where I am. We have a lot to discuss, Jim. We, would, uh, we, we had the parade this weekend. I know you we will get into it. You weren't there. <laughs> I was not there. You, you missed the mass.
1: I had some logistical issues to where I wasn't going to be able to make it to the to uh, to the to the parade portion itself. And, uh, you know, with the difficulties getting out of that neighborhood, I felt like it was probably in my best interest to not make the mass and, and maybe get to all of it together at some point.
0: Well, I, I want to say that your instincts were correct because I couldn't get out of there. Yesterday, I, I went home for the parade and then I was mm-hmm. flying out last night. And no, the Ubers, every time I ordered an Uber, they canceled. And it went to like, I got kicked to another
1: driver. I guess these guys, you know. Oh, yeah. They don't want to try I mean, they're not getting paid extra, right? To sit and drive around were, in that. We're sick of their cars being vomited in.
0: They're probably <laughs> like, ah, I'm done. I'm not going back to Western <laughs> Avenue. No, no. hundred. No, I'm not going
1: over there. I've been to Delta Sonic three times today, getting my interior redid. I know who this guy is. He's going to come in here. With some green on.
0: <laughs> and leave something green in the back <laughs> seat. Yeah, no bueno on the, uh, the Uber. My neighbor, actually, this is the neighborhood I live in, Jim. I, I call my neighbor, and she shuttled me out to Home Depot, like on 95th and Pulaski. Like, I think I get an Uber from here. Thank you. And I, I took off from there. Really? I was off and running.
1: Yes. That's incredible. Yeah, otherwise, I would not have gotten out of the, out the neighborhood. I, so, if I did to my neighbors, they would be like, who are you?
0: <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> that's I gotta incredible. Say, I got to say, though, talking to you the night before when you were obviously bailing on mass. And, you know, I don't want to make you feel guilty about missing mass, Jim, but it is part of life. You feel guilty.
1: Oh, oh, OK.
0: But when you said I, I got the t- I pulled up the text, actually, you're like, I'm OK. Skipping the mass and chalking it up to my poor planning on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> OK. All right. I love the. The planned, planned conversation of poor planning, the premeditated, premeditated poor planning excuse. All right. Staying on brand. You know, Pat, people aren't really expecting me to go to the mass. I should just not go. And I'll tell them that I just didn't go because I'm me.
1: Well, you as well were undecided on the. You started this off with, uh, you know, where's your head at on this? I'm not sure what's going on. So this is not just a gym issue here. We're, uh, we're, 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 how was the mass pack? Did you grab I have, a mass card while you were there? <laughs> let me explain. Who led
0: the service? Because Patrick? I do feel bad about this. Well, I know Father Kaplis gave the sermon because, Jim, there was some scuttlebutt About the homily. That's the kind of neighborhood I live in. People were talking about the homily (laughs) at the parade where I was, where I did end up, but dude, I missed the mass. I had that banner. So I had to check stuff, check luggage. I landed at like, you know, you land and they celebrate like we're here early. Hey, don't you love when they pat themselves on the back? Uh Like you were, you canceled my flight yesterday. (laughs) Exactly. Like shut your mouth. Mm -hmm. It's the the law of averages (laughs) and you don't have a gate. I -hmm. love that. We're 10 minutes early, guys, but uh, they weren't expecting it. They weren't expecting it. What, did you think you just landed here? Holy shit. They're here 20 minutes early? We got to clear up a gate for them. Everyone knew, I, you know, take the black box out. Don't make me play the recording. You told them you were landing.
1: I love that. I, love, I had one the other day. They're like, they gave our gate away and like very accusatory. You know what I mean? Like oh, very, yeah. like he wanted to tell us the rest of the story too, you know? They're I saw we'd be passing. in by 1215. And they were like, no, you're not going to be. They're always passing the blame. Right. They're Absolutely.
0: Waiting on a jetway engineer waiting for it. Like meanwhile, the jetway is like, they didn't even tell us they were here. <laughs> so anyway, by the time I got off the plane and then got the bag, I didn't get home until like, it's like you picture, don't you picture? Like I'm picturing like the altar boys getting together in the back, like lining up, like the priests lining up. Like that's where I've always, I was like, they're already doing that. <laughs> They're about to walk down. The last people you're, are like
1: sneaking in before
0: it's weird. And you're like, maybe if I can get there before the first reading, I, I can blend in. Like you know, And then you're like, oh, dude, they're already doing, they're already kneeling. <laughs> they already did all this stuff. It's already the, the, the Nicene Creed. I can't, that's when I shine. I know the creed. <laughs> I say that, that's when I jump in. It's your move. I kind of miss some of the, you know, they've changed the words. hmm so then I get home. I'm behind the, the eight ball, and then I couldn't find. You know, part of the tradition of St. Patrick's Day is you cannot find what you want to wear. You can't find <laughs> the green. Like, where's my hat? Where is my St. Patrick's Day hat? I put it here, March 18th.
1: <laughs> last yeah, 60 year, 64 days to go.
0: Where's my itchy sweater? Mm-hmm. No, so you can't find your stuff, dude. I get so, it. And I was gonna go. Uh, Jose was ready to go. We were gonna get. And and
1: then it just, it unraveled, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, you know, the well, that Patrick seems like a lot mass. longer story than chalking it up to poor planning. St. Patrick's
0: Day mass is a thing though. It sets the tone. So I, so
1: right away, Jim, I'm off on the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. And then my other foot, I just had toe surgery. <laughs> <laughs> How is it holding up by the way? The Brimley's <laughs> do want to know medical report. I got to go in. Yeah. I got to get looked at. It might be infected. OK, how to handle walking around New York City. Oh, dude, we come on. We were walking together. It was the it was the great.
0: Brimley's Brimley's Take Broadway.
1: Brimley's Take Broadway. We got quite about a few Brimley's. Man, what a great time. Uh, shout out to every Brimley who was there at a show. All the new Brimley's. Thank you all for being there. Uh, what a weekend, man. Hey, man, it was phenomenal. Thank you so much for being there. It was
0: a uh, great weekend. It was it's a, it's always a blur, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over.
1: And now we're doing, now we're back to looking at each other through a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it threw me for a loop because I, I flew back a night early, right? Because I had to come back for a gig here. But I've never, like, you never fly back from the club on Friday night. So it felt like I had two Sundays in a row. All right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was just a very weird, uh, it and just you screwed a little bit, but it was really fun. And you still miss Mass. And I still miss Mass. Unbelievable. <laughs> I missed all of them. <laughs>
0: Well, dude, yeah, it was a uh, the weather was great until you left after you left Jim, the whole thing changed. That's what happens. And and I love that you were like suspended air for the storm. You missed it in Chicago and you missed it in New York. Oh, yeah. You really thread the needle there. I really nailed
1: that one. I did
0: flown right through it. There was bad (laughs) weather that weekend. Like the flight in was rough. And then I was trying to get out of there Sunday morning. And the people in line, LaGuardia is so screwed, dude. The, the security is the worst. Yeah. And I almost missed my flight again. The second time I've been in LaGuardia Man. in the last month. But anyway, this girl was saying that they couldn't land. They circled for an hour. Then they had to go to Newark because they were running out of gas. Come and they on. got gassed up and then flew from Newark right over to LaGuardia. <laughs> what? Can you imagine? Just
1: like. That's insane.
0: But yeah, the show is Caroline's was great. The club an was an incredible club. Phenomenal. You crushed it. As did you, my friend. I mean, We've the met, people were amazing. Met a lot of people, a lot of brims, a lot of uh, a lot of people that saw me open for Sebastian at the Borgata. Like I was hearing from Sebastian fans from all over, but the oh, yeah. Borgata in particular kept uh, being brought up. So that was very cool to meet a I lot of like- the uh, Sebastian people.
1: That's a fun like uh, drive up from AC. I would imagine, right? That's like uh, a few hours. That's a nice little like uh, like a Vegas to LA type of yeah. Let's go there. Yeah, it's got to be a nice little journey. That's great, man. I love New York, holy! I haven't been there in so long. It was just when great. What was to experience. the last time you were there? When you were, I was...
0: when your mom was pregnant?
1: <laughs> well done. I uh, I was there last probably four or five years ago. So. It's uh but I haven't done like I, I was out there, yeah, 2017, 2018, somewhere in there. Um, but I wasn't even out there for stand-up. I was just out there for a weekend. So getting out there to do shows has been a long time. I never really spent any time in Times Square before. I took the train for the first time. It was fun. Yeah. Get off you your get screens. Once.
0: Get off your screens, people, and get to Times Square. <laughs> Just, dude, it's so bright there during the like, yeah. night, walking through there. That was cool at night, walking through Times Square to go to work. Like, that was yeah, yeah. cool, right?
1: I love that. It wasn't, like, the bustle that you expect, though. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like it's coming back. You can feel it, right? right? Yeah. But, like, it's not quite the city that never sleeps yet. It's like the city that power naps. Like, like it humbles almost you. there. It humbles you, too, when you see
0: the guy. There's, there's more people at the guy's show who's doing flips on the sidewalk, <laughs> dressed like a metallic statue. Well, it's a free uh, show. And the the, the big crowd getting your picture taken with a transformer. (laughs) No, it's a a huge, it's a huge space there, but you really can now appreciate how big it is because there's not as many people. It's kind of weird in that way, but they are coming back from just when I was there a month ago, it was a lot more people. And, um, you know, they had the mask off. Now last time I was there, you had the mask on this time. I was finally able to suck in the vape from everyone around me, I was able to get the steam coming out of, I mean, steam is just coming out of the New York streets all the time. You cross the street and there's a truck idling in your face. And this was my takeaway from being there, dude. And from talking to, so here's the other thing, Brims, when we're at Caroline's this past weekend, we met a lot of New York city comedians because they were switching the hosts out for every show. Mm -hmm. So we did five shows and we met about four or five different comics and some comics dropped by. But talking to people that were living in New York City the last few years, they really brought it home in terms of imagine trying to stay six feet apart from someone in this city. <laughs> I mean, you're
1: never really sure six feet apart from someone. Right.
0: And you can't they, even have two
1: people in an apartment and be six feet apart from each other in New York City. Their perspective of the pandemic is completely
0: different. There were a couple of brims, actually. One is a South Sider. She married a New Yorker. They live out there in Westchester. Now he's a fireman. And they said they were putting bodies on barges up and down the river. Like the, the amount of death that they saw, they're like the pandemic happened here. It was so perspective is is, if if anything, I don't know.
1: Yeah, man. No, it's a, uh, it's a different world out there. And, uh, it like felt good to see people just starting to get back at it. You know, I mean, for a lot of those people, it was like a first event out again. And uh, just, you know, everyone's in different places and it was cool to see that city bouncing back a little bit. I would love to have a soundbite of uh, it's a different world. <laughs> Where are you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dwayne Wayne, man. One of my favorite all time TV characters. Did he have a catchphrase? Uh, I don't remember. He had catch glasses. I think remember that Whit- beats everything. Remember Whitley Whitley? I love that
0: name, dude. I gotta tell you, speaking of sitcoms, there's a great commercial on right now. I caught it the other night. It's Geico, and that's who we are, right? Our podcast is as random as a Geico commercial. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what they're doing over there, at Geico, but I like their commercials, Jim. They do a good job. Very they funny. They're speaking, maybe don't to like you. everyone, but they throw enough out there. But have you seen the one where the couple is like they they live on a sitcom set.
1: And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: he's like, Remind me though, I don't remember how it goes, but I remember seeing it. I think that like all of a sudden she's like, yeah, there's people here and, and you know their new place. They have to have like a they have a live audience, so they actually are living in a sitcom. That's their Got life. It. And you know there's something's bland at dinner, and she asks for paprika, and the crowd goes crazy.
1: <laughs> she's like, that's my catchphrase. Yeah, that's my catchphrase. <laughs> I do remember that. That's very funny. Very good, but yes, so,
0: there we were in New York City competing with uh, Hugh Jackman. I mean, was that something to be taken in? Did you walk around? Did you walk around a lot and see the I theaters did. there? Like the I Tina, did. I want to go. I want to see the Tina Turner show. That's. I want to take my mom to see that show. Hell yeah! I shouldn't say that on the podcast because she listens to the podcast. <laughs> she is a brimling. So act surprised. Don't listen. But we're going
1: to do that. She has <laughs> certainly earned a trip out to go see that play. One hundred percent. Yeah, man. I mean, heavy hitters up and down Broadway, and the Brimleys were there with them, and then hugh jackman how do you, how do you think he felt? I mean, I don't know what was he doing? Is he singing now? He does everything he's he does like, a little bit of everything, yeah, yeah 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 he's uh didn't he host? I mean isn't that kind of where they found that he hosted like the Oscars or something and did it all? Yeah, he hosted the Oscars, and everyone was like, What? this guy's got a lot more <laughs> up his sleeve. <sighs> he's
0: not like just Wolverine. he came tap dancing down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know. He was, um, you know, but then he, you know, when he's delivering the jokes, you're
1: like, okay, Hugh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. At least he's not good at everything, but then, <laughs> it makes you feel bad when someone's good at like four different things though. Doesn't it? I know, but they will force that on you. They'll
0: have like non-comics giving monologues all the time now. Oh, and, boy, and they just act like it's normal. But anyway, Hugh was down the street. We had the Tina Turner show. I saw this, um, this actress who's playing Tina on CBS Sunday morning. I don't know her name, but, she's blowing up. Harry Potter was there. Yeah. 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 I was telling Joe, say, hey, we, we were on the ride and now here's the play is right here. And then you had, um, Sarah, Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick doing a play together, which Ooh. made me think, I, I can't imagine doing a play with Sarah every night. Like that would be <laughs> like, you, will you put the stuff in the dryer and then meet me at the theater? Cause I got to drop them off at practice and I'll see you in act one. <laughs>
1: You, can you just do this for me i got i'm gonna be late for work what about me we work together what's
0: it you like about acting well i like disappearing into another world and just getting away from reality and looking up in every scene and seeing my wife sitting across from me they're my spouse the entire time pretending that she's someone else <laughs> it's the only place we get along on stage no, these are, these are jokes, of course, but that would be a stretch, right? Can you imagine being, if you and Katie were doing a, a play every night? That's a lot. Yeah, and I don't Grims, think so. Oh, man, we got to play the breaking news. Bah, 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 oh, boy. Oh, boy. Grims, What's this? Brims, Brims. I walked in on a Jim and Katie date. Exclusive.
1: <laughs> yeah. All I, over the place. Exclusive. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was on a date with my girlfriend, and uh, uh, we are at a restaurant. Here's how I know the story. So uh, we're at dinner, and uh, my girlfriend Katie's like, the guy who walked by looked just like Pat McGann," and I look up, and then I see you running backwards past the window. Because I just <laughs> and then you run forward <laughs> past the window again. <laughs> And then go back backwards a second time. It was very movie-esque. It was hysterical. It was the funniest thing you could possibly do in that moment. We're losing our minds in the restaurant and you're just running back and forth in front of the door. It was, it well, was the I ra-
0: Dude, when I ran by, it was like a cartoon. You know, I was like, cause I was going to Zaney's. I'm uh-huh. sure she's like, it looks like, it, it, I'm sure she knew it was me. I'm going to <laughs> Zaney's is right next door. On sure. Not. And I was buzzing by and then I saw you guys. And then I, yeah, I just stopped and backed up. And <laughs> and then did
1: it a couple more times and then had the entire audience watching like, you just go back and forth in front of the window. It was amazing. I was kind of like, should I go in there? They're on a date, but they look like,
0: yeah, they're, they're maintaining eye contact. Like it wasn't like you guys looked right back down. So I was like, let me go in. I got to say hi. Then I'm thinking, Hey, content. And, um, <laughs> took the phone out and guys, I was not,
1: that was, I was, it was obstructed immediately. I thought. You were double. No, come on. No paparazzi. We're just a, You guys you know. were going
0: to knock the, uh, knock the phone out of my hand. You
1: would have lost your phone had a picture been taken. It may have been broken and that, no, um, not well, we were just having dessert. It was like, it was restaurant week in Rosemont. So we got dessert sitting there and you're like, I got to get a picture of this. And it's like, no, we're not going to let you. I'm not going to hand you more stuff to make fun of me with. Well, you weren't just
0: having dessert. You were sharing dessert. Okay. You were a lady in the tramping dessert. We were
1: not doing any you such thing. You were We
0: individual spoons. There was no canoodling. Dude, if Michael Sneed has seen you, she would say you were canoodling. <laughs> I would not agree in with a, that sentence. In a cozy booth. We weren't even in a booth. We are at a table. <laughs> I know, Jim. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Tables aren't cozy. You're making you this sound say, much. They were not. Oh, Sorry, you weren't canoodling in a cozy booth. You were actually just. We were staring at each other blankly across a wooden table. Yeah, you guys oh, were out for a restaurant week. I caught you midday, caught you red-handed. So funny. So and then, funny. And then, dude, I walk into Zaney's and Bozeman is there. Come on. <laughs> and I didn't even tell you because I was like, I could probably. They're going to break up if I tell them Bozeman's <laughs> here. <laughs> this could, this night could go off the rails.
1: <laughs> like, Katie, where's Jim? <laughs> they haven't been doing uh, uh, Tuesday shows, so I wasn't even thinking about it. And uh, Katie wanted to go in, and I was like, I'm like, we were both like kind of on the fence. So we we're just like, we're gonna, we're gonna get out of here. I gotta go to New York tomorrow.
0: Chalk <laughs> it up to
1: poor planning. Let's get the <laughs> hell out of here. This is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Oh that's good, dude. Yeah, that was, uh, that was fun to see you guys out and about. Felt like I was, uh, you know, it was like exclusive.
1: It was good Pretty times. Nice. It was very fun to see you. It was very fun to see you. I want to uh, uh, head back to New York for a second. I, well, we're heading back to New York next week, by the way, Brimley's. We have, a, we have a very special New York episode coming out next week. We're going right back to, we're going back to New York like we forgot something. And well, I probably did <laughs> if we're, if we're, if we're, probably okay. something in my room. I got a call I'd be like, what? I leave <laughs> your charger. My your, God, your, I, your stayed at a, <laughs> I stayed at a town place suites and, uh, the room was 180 square feet. I'm like what's the, what's the normal room look like? How is this a suite? Are you standing in the other room to sleep? Was it just a closet?
0: Yeah. How would they call it a suite? Yeah, what would you have? Unbelievable.
1: I mean, that is the room, right? They New allowed York. you to lay down on the bed if you want to, or sit on it like a couch, imagine. Yeah, but it was, uh, I mean, it's very New York. Everything, it was so fun, though. I Here's what drove me insane. All right, I'm pretty ADHD. I have trouble paying attention to things. People were texting and driving in Times Square. That <laughs> blew my mind.
0: Like, as you're walking, you see them as they're driving? Yeah.
1: Like, you see someone phone in their hand, like, typing and look back up at you, and you're like, you're in, like like you said, there's a million screens around you. There are pedestrians everywhere. There are, you know, like half the roads are shut down and that's not enough. Look up. That's the only place that I like, I'm just like, Oh, I, I don't need anything else here. And these people are like, no, I need more. Did you feel very stimulated there? Did you feel like it's on your attention? It is unbelievable. There's something every 20 feet, like just grabbing you. One of my favorite things in the whole place was this, uh, uh, the parking garage right next to my hotel. It was like a parking lot, but that was like, it wasn't a garage. So it was just a lot. Right. But they had stacks of cars.
0: Oh, so they wow. had okay. like yeah, a, yeah. like a
1: car, like a, the like a, like yeah. I was like, is this the original Carvana? And they did not care for that <laughs> joke. They didn't, they didn't want that at all. Those things uh, are insane. We're parking here. I know. It doesn't seem like a very secure structure. It looks like, you know, very thin wrought iron, like sheet metal. And then a car, just four cars stacked on top of each other. There's no way I'm parking there. Like if you're that's pulling in there, are you leaving your car there? No. And I'm not like, like driving in either. Some people, they were like, just, you know, back into that spot. I'm like, no, there's three cars above you. I would just I'm sit
0: not. there and watch that though. That's fun to just watch. Incredible. Like, that's the thing about New York city. You can just watch how they make it work and it's entertaining just being out there. That's why you got to look up and get off the phone. I mean, just, it's It's like nothing else, and I can't believe how many like bakeries they have, which is yeah. right up my alley like every and it's very concentrated where we were, but sure, even in these times like the amount of like little coffee shops that are open, yeah yeah, and places you can like dive into and get something it's like, unbelievable I mean where else can you go like i was you come out of your hotel room, you go down the elevator, right? You walk uh-huh. outside and there's a guy cooking chicken fajitas <laughs> on the sidewalk. And they're amazing. Like, this is like ancient Rome in a way. Like the street vendors, you walk out yeah. and are just cooking food on the, and some of the food looks pretty good. Yeah. No, i Those had- carts, those guys like have menus, like they have real dinners. I
1: mean, not, I'm not eating off the carts, but I'm just saying like, you can. You can. Absolutely. No. And like, there's a. Bakery is just open until one o'clock in the morning in the middle of the week. Like there's enough people buying cheesecake that there's three juniors open in a four block radius at one o'clock in the morning. That is incredible.
0: It is is as iconic as, um, you know, some of these other landmarks, you don't think of it that way, but when you see images of America, there's always times square, the montage, there's always the lights. There's always, you know, going back to the couple kissing on, um, I don't know if it was VE day or the, you know, the end of the war, all that stuff. The iconic moments, the New Year's Eve, like it's cool to soak that in. Everyone is uh, going to enjoy New York City trip at some point. I think if you go, I think everyone would enjoy it. Anyway, I wanted to talk also, dude, about um, one of the places we saw was featured in a show I was watching flying out here last night to Vegas. Food that built America. Oh,
1: food built it now, uh, huh?
0: It's a donut joint that I didn't know was around for as long
1: as it has been. Did you know the history of like Krispy Kreme? No, but I did see a few of them in Times Square. I didn't realize they were a New York company. They're not. They're from
0: originally Winston-Salem. Okay. Is where they started back in the day too. Like this, this They were like one of the first donut places. So that's what it was about. Food that built America, donuts. And they really concentrated on Krispy Kreme. And then, of course, Duncan, Duncan Donuts, Which well, yeah! eventually overtook them, the Boston company, the growth. Uh, but even like when they started out, dude, nobody was doing it. No one was doing selling donuts. No one was selling coffee in the morning. No one had
1: like, so it was kind of interesting checking it out. That is really interesting. Krispy Kreme had that like big surge around the Midwest where they opened up locations everywhere. And then like Atkins got popular. Do you remember like everyone started doing like low carb and then Krispy Kreme started closing everywhere. It was just like the timing could not have been worse for them around the Midwest. Krispy Kreme was like Bitcoin. Yeah. People were like <laughs> investing. in It It was like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Crypto.
0: <laughs> everyone was like, we're the future. Got Krispy Kreme. Everyone's got, a, we're putting them there. Like, yeah, but they um, they're still going strong, and
1: they got they are absolutely. I feel like they they it out a little bit. I love their move too. By the way, if they like give you a free donut when you walk in, which is they do? amazing. Yeah, like they give you like a fresh glazed donut when you walk into a Krispy that. Or I don't know if I'm a VIP somehow that I'm unaware of. I don't am I on a list? And don't they do they do that a- most of the time at Krispy Kreme? Don't people just turn around and leave then? Is no, that like where you're going that's in the there? thing. You're like, well, good because now I know I'm getting at least two donuts. Oh, my gosh. That is
0: literally how they do it with heroin, right? Isn't that how they do it with drugs? Right here, take a little. <laughs> First one's on us? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Here. T- have a spin. Take a spin. There you go. All right. Yeah, there's like a light. The, uh, do you know the secret ingredient to the uh, Krispy Kreme donut? I do not. Tell me what it is. Might be pulling at your, your heritage. If you, guacamole? If you do enjoy the. Uh, no. <laughs> yes, oh. Jim.
1: Yes. I knew it. Yeah. It's guacamole. I knew it. Man, did you see that? You saw this episode? All right. Well, that's our episode. <laughs> Tune in next week, Brims. What well, is it? Potatoes. Really? They, they use potatoes, I guess, to uh,
0: get the dough to do what it does. But this guy. <laughs> get the dough to do what it do. <laughs> this guy, like, invented, the, you know, the way to make the donut efficiently. Like, put a machine together. And it's the one they still all use. They were wholesalers. He put a window, service window in their place, and Krispy Kreme took off. But then they go into the Dunkin' special, the Dunkin' Donuts history, which, by the way, was not the original name of Dunkin' Donuts when they first opened. Um, I was going to give you a few choices here and see if you could pick it out because it's kind of a fun game to pick. Like, imagine walking to Krispy Kreme, knowing what you know Uh now. Yeah, they got everything that they have, but they don't have a name. And then you have to name it. Like, Man. what are you going to name Krispy Kreme? Or if you were like dumped into a place, if you were dumped in the uh, Burger King.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, loppers are us And had lunch there. Yeah. What would you name it?
1: Mm-hmm. it
0: loppers are us <laughs> I don't think that's Every- <laughs> I would really go with that. <laughs> everything Arama. Burger Arama. <laughs> Burger. Yeah, it was uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Chick-fil-A was- Emporium. Dunkin' Donuts was originally Dunkin' Town, Dunkin', Dunkin', Dunkin City, Donut City, mm-hmm. Donut mm-hmm. Village, unincorporated area of donuts. Do what a do though. <laughs> yeah, the. Um... All right, here I'll give you some choices on the on the name because it's 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 kind of, it's out there. It's not
1: Crueler's Intentions. <laughs> what is it? Crueler's Intentions. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, you're going after the, the we're names? gonna We're gonna try and do some. I'm gonna do some parodies. <laughs> um Frosted Joe. There you go. Glazed and Confused. Oh man, I think that really exists. That makes sense to me. That is a very hip donut place that puts bacon on donuts for no reason at all. So when this guy started dunking, the
0: Krispy Kreme model was kind of out there. Uh-huh. His idea was I'm going to give him a bunch of different choices. 52, in fact. Really? Different types of donuts. Okay. When they started out. Okay. At, at the name of the place was, was it Cup and Cakes? Mm. 52 Pickup? Oh, I like that a lot. Coffee Break? Okay. Open Kettle. Wow. What was the original name ah. of Dunkin' Donuts?
1: I feel Time to guess. I feel like you uh, specifically said the 52 pickup to throw me because you gave me the 52 earlier. I'm going to go cup and cakes.
0: Time to guess the no nuts. Cup and cakes? It is not cup and cakes. Ugh. It's not a uh, it's not 52 pickup either, Jim.
1: What was the one before open kettle?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, but the answer is open kettle. Really? That's what it was called. And they struggled. I can understand why. That sounds awful. Yeah, because it sounds like a toilet
1: with the lid up, right? <laughs> Who wants to go there? What's the table reservation? Wait. Open table? It sounds like a reservation site in like Salem, Oregon, back in the day. <laughs> Open kettle.
0: That was the whole idea the concept of the business, too. was like, they're going to come in, they'll have a cup of coffee, they might sit here for five minutes, and then they're gone, because they're going to have to take a dump. Like <laughs> It's, this is going to be in an hour. This is so easy. I can't believe no one's doing this. Get them in Next here. Week,
1: let's invent White Castle.
0: <laughs> right? I mean, this is Shark Week or whatever what's the name of the
1: show? Shark Tank, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like before Shark Tank obviously, but this is the million dollar
1: idea. This like how like did you are, How did you just come up with three better names for than Open Kettle just in making this trivia question? Because that was trying to trick cr- you, Jim. I was trying to. Uh, I think I should just come up with like, what's it called? Your mom's donuts, <laughs> Daddy Donuts. Just like you did better than their entire corporation, in in minutes. I've seen your preparation for this show, and I'm going to guess it was in four minutes or less. I was um, I was scurrying along to, but
0: Jim, Cup and Cakes. I mean, that's I solid. Know, I have sixty more years on Earth than Mr. Rosenberg did when he <laughs> named it Dunkin' Donuts, and they did come up with a great name. Absolutely. Now you see they're just doing Dunkin or they Duncan or do like the DD. Like yeah. everything's been shrunk. Yeah. Down to. Excuse me, Don.
1: Don. Don. The M- D Resort. Resort. <laughs> exactly. All right. So here's the thing at Krispy Kreme. Uh, they have a, a light, right? There's a hot light that means they're making fresh hot donuts in store. And when you if you visit them while the hot light is lit up then you receive one free glazed donut per person with any purchase made. Wow, I didn't know that. I would be driving by constantly, just checking on them, (laughs) turning the light on myself. Like a cab driver looking for that (laughs) call light. Hey, it's on. I gotta go pick one up.
0: You know, Jim, they will uh, do that at church too. They'll give you, if you go in there, they'll give you a a host and then hopefully you'll come back for more. (laughs) Basically the same thing. Instead of acting like you're better than <laughs> no the parade I'm day. better than I did want to tell you about the parade day because we missed you. It would have been nice to to have you uh taking in the neighborhood the city of Chicago was shining that day, watching everybody march through bozo was there, dude bozo what? the clown, yes, I actually posted something on it, and um I guess this would file under brimley banter. I posted a there's, you know, Bozo going by. So I like whipped out my, cause I was commentating the parade. They're going to stream it on St. Patrick's day and everyone's going to boil meat and turnips and tune in. So get your boiled meat and get ready to
1: mm.
0: hear me talk trash about everyone. that walked by me. No, that was, that was okay. very, I was, we <laughs> were just roasting floats as they came through. I was doing, I have you mic'd up and you're like, bolting, like they belt you out on the, western avenue so you're like talking to the live crowd but then you're talking to this crowd that's gonna be watching and really i mean this was so Southside, and god bless them i know they're scurrying and they got a lot of stuff going on right everyone's busy Uh but there was not a lot of preparation (laughs) like (laughs) there there was rumors of a binder um (laughs) never got a binder there was rumors of a list of Entries. I did get the list of entries. Okay, which, um, would have helped if they were in order of <laughs> how they were coming down the street. Were they alphabetical instead? No, 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 no. Just no order. Just, just n-
1: not even a bad order. Not even the wrong order. Just no
0: order. No order. Some not even there. Unbelievable. Just like I mean, dude. So you're just kind of reacting, and we still had a great time. But the guys I was with, they were kind of in the same boat. But they were also, you know, everyone's just volunteering. We sure. had a great, we had a great time and we That's all, great. we made it at work. But I mean, it's just like, we were talking afterwards. Like, God, can you imagine if we were, it's like you and I, after the podcast, can you oh, imagine man. if we actually thought we about tried?
1: this? We oh, tried? It'd be a whole
0: different episode. But here's the, I love the comment I got from um, Lynn. I'm not putting you on blast here, Lynn. I just love how you describe this game. This is like Jim describing a song. Jim's describing <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> because in reference to Bozo, she, um, And and, and again, she's a noted Brimley. She said, I love Bozo. My mom took me to a live taping of that in the 70s when we lived in Crystal Lake. I wanted to play the game where you threw the ping pong type ball in a line of buckets one by one. (laughs)
1: like, Yeah, that's how we all refer to it, Lynn. Bozo buckets? Is that what you're talking about?
0: (laughs) The grand prize game. I was there and I saw the other clown with the white head and face and orange hair and long tie, who is named after a tasty biscuit that the monster that the blue monster on Sesame Street. Beat.
1: Tasty biscuit, <laughs> that's the best hot dog yet. Tasty biscuit for Cookie the clown. Um, that's great, Lynn. Uh, uh, ping pong type ball. Is there a, is there another? I think she's talking about a ping pong ball. I think it might be just. That. I bet you Lynn appreciated your description of how the casino layout was earlier. I'm sure she did, but Hey, that was great to hear from Lynn. And um, it was
0: great to be at the parade yesterday. A lot of, um, you know, just neighborhood people, schools, high schools, marching bands. I love a night. I love a marching band, Jim. And they really spread them out. The marching band captures the energy of the day. They come out and they got that big, big, Feather hats, they must be very hot under there.
1: Are there a bunch of marching bands in attendance? A bunch,
0: We yeah, had A lot of uh, high schools representing with the, with the marching band. And I mean, that's usually who it is. There's not a lot of
1: independent ones, I don't think, out there. That would be. <laughs> minor league marching bands. <laughs> but why sh- there should be, right? I mean, that sure. would be great. I would love it. Right. A-
0: hey, put it in the budget. Have a marching band just roaming around downtown <laughs> until
1: everyone gets in a better mood. Why not? Would that piss people off? Let's spread some cheer. People yelling about politics at each other on the street and just tubas come in and drown them out. I saw the Marist marching band. I wanted to yell out to them to play the fight song, but they
0: had something else in mind. They were playing <laughs> Southside Irish, which is oh, wow. uh, a great tune. But um, I'll take this moment to plug something Marist related. Yeah, Jim, yeah, we're going yeah. to do a live podcast, Brims. We're going to do a live podcast. That We uh, are. Now, it's going to be connected to Marist, so I don't know that we're selling tickets. But I want to tell everyone that we're going to be doing this Champagne Day. And Jim, we might be pulling just a couple interviews out of it for our episode, but we're going to go there on April 6th, and um, we'll probably have more information on that soon. But
1: I would hope so. Uh, uh, Can you tell me a little bit about Chapania Day? Am I saying that incorrectly? Are you just saying champagne like Christopher Walken in those sketches, or what are you... I'd like to keep you in the
0: dark so I can have fun with this on the 6th of April. Suppose no. I could Google it between now and then. Marcelin Champagna is the founder of the Maris Brothers. He, ah. was, um, he was just blessed Marcelin when I was there. And then I left and they made him a saint. There you I go. Know, I don't know why. I don't know why, you know, he wasn't a saint when I was there.
1: Veterans Committee got back on the ballot, like the Baseball Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, I think once they uh, ditched the Redskins mascot and change it to red hogs are like okay that was we didn't want to say anything Marcelin, <laughs> but that was the one thing holding
1: you back you're in now come on in mc yeah Anyways, as long as maris doesn't hear this we'll be there on april 6th no we're gonna be there no matter what they understand and Marcelin is um is good he's a
0: saint now you can you can poke up jim <laughs> i love it not making fun of the leper that he helped walk I'm kidding. That's not the, uh, that always was like the, what's the most miracle that you assume? Like when
1: you, it's always like they, they cured someone, right? Yeah. Like they helped the blind see. Yeah. They helped uh, someone who couldn't walk, walk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are there any other things that could be bad? I was trying to go with another example, but it was basically that one. (laughs) It's never a lot of smell. Never like. (laughs) Help someone who couldn't taste, taste,
0: (laughs) taste and see. It's a lot of senses. That's like Father Guido
1: Sarducci, the
0: comic. Yeah, he's a saint. He's he's got two miracles. I heard one of them was a card trick. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's great. I had a weird thing the other day. I was at uh, you know, when I got back from New York, I had to go grocery shopping, right? And uh, I went to grab some eggs. Now I'm at the grocery store, Patrick. I want to paint a picture for you of what I saw. Okay, I'm at the grocery store. I turn into the egg aisle. There's just one guy in the in the dairy section. Earbuds on, yapping away on the phone, just like, yeah, no, just really loud. No cares in the world that anyone else is there. And he's got two cartons of eggs open on the eggs, right? On the rest of the eggs. And is just taking out eggs from each carton, looking at them and creating a super carton. You (laughs) know what I'm saying? Like taking all the inferior eggs and putting them into one and then taking the other ones and this i'm just startled i mean i, I and and he's just go, yep no nope, no nope, the game's at seven so we'll have plenty of time and then like opens a third carton of eggs oh, because apparently on. two dozen wasn't enough have you ever seen someone do something this insane inside of a grocery store no did he have like a full cart, like a a bunch of things. That's the thing. He did not. And uh, he had like a basket that he had set down because this was an in-depth operation he's doing. Right. And it's not like there's only two dozens left and they're both, there are dozens of dozens. Do you know what I'm saying? We are fully stocked. Right. And he is just, he's got now three dozen eggs open playing like musical chairs, just moving them all back and forth. And I've just never been more frustrated at a person I, I haven't spoken to. Like I can't stop thinking about this guy. Why was he doing it to begin with? Like, don't you open it up just to see if one of them's cracked? Like you're not you how just, do
0: you make a superior egg? Were they all feel organic? like organic? Were they
1: they were all the same brand. So there was no chicanery, right? He's not taking a four-dollar egg and putting it a two-dollar carton. I thought about that. They're all the same brand of egg. I really think he is just going and looking for the best eggs in each, which all I'm looking for, to me, eggs have one option. Can you crack them?
0: Do you think the fact that we're talking about eggs made you use the word chicanery because it sounds (laughs) bird and eggy?
1: I think it might be part of it. What did you say earlier? A scuttlebutt? Oh, yeah. On the homily? (laughs) Yeah. Which sounded to me like a a Catholic panic at the disco cover band.
0: I don't know what this guy was doing in there, but I would probably have said something like,
1: come on, dude. What are you? It was just insanity. And, he, and he's on the phone. So I'm not going to interrupt him. You know, I, I how often does it happen that you open it up and there's even a broken egg? Anyway? That's the thing, right? I mean, like, sometimes I'm not even going to check.
0: I'll it's almost like when you uh, put something in the mailbox and then you double check to see it's there. Yeah. You yeah. open it as you're putting it in the cart to make sure they're not. But exactly. don't be switching them all out, trying to make the supreme <laughs> slab. I know people say cartons, but I, I actually collect eggs. So I call them them slabs eggs.
1: You're not using that quite (laughs) correctly, but I like what you're doing. I really like that a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I would not be. That'd be great to just do with everything that you, you know,
0: just tear open the box of waffles. Just want to make sure that they're all intact. I've always. Stick your hand in a loaf of bread. (laughs) Some of this stuff. This one has a hole in it. This, This piece. Yeah, check the fourth piece. That's the rule do you ever have trouble lining up the bread when you make a sandwich and then you like, when you put them down, do you care? Like it has to match. Right. When you make, if you make a peanut butter and jelly, right. And you do each side and then you put it together. Uh, Does it bother you if they don't, if they're not like married, like his and her, like the crusts don't meet in the same point.
1: 100%. Like you take from both ends of the bag, right? right? Like if you get to that point where we, if we got a bell curve going on here, you know, if you're on the outside and there's nothing on the same side that lines up, I'll dig around. I'll go hand in all the way to the other side of the bag and, and grab it. Yeah. It's my bread. So you go for the best first, you take the best pieces. Not necessarily, but if I don't have one that lines up with the first piece I choose, I will find something of a similar ilk. Okay. Right? what's your, what's your bread of choice if you're buying a loaf? It's a great question right now, anything under $5. Now I'm just like, what's old, what's a day old. What am I, you know, but I, uh, uh, I'm I'm not like a bread loyalist. Like imagine I don't you're feel, still like butternut. You're I like I
0: feel like you're a cheap person. Are you really looking at the price of bread?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like fresh baked bread when I buy it. You know what I mean? I like it baked in store. And now at Jewel, everything's like 5 99 So I are you, making, are you making a lot of sandwiches at home? I I, I try to make the occasional sandwich. I do. Huh. Thanks for asking, Pat. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I are you like a butternut? Are you a wonder? What's your? I know you have. A I strong like the fresh baked too. I like the white bread, fresh baked. Used to go to the bakery when
0: I was a kid. Get the butter crust sliced. I there had to. Mem- I had to memorize that. I would be, you know, cup of milk, loaf of bread. You know the. Uh, remember that old? Uh, was that electric company when the girls walk in uh-huh. the grocery store? She's got to remember that like thing. A, a container of milk, a loaf of bread, a loaf of bread, and anyway. That was me with the large butter crust sliced, large butter crust sliced. And one time I went to the bakery and I forgot the word sliced. Oh, no. brought home a loaf of bread and um, I heard about it all week because we didn't just throw it out and get the nut. We didn't bring it back. It was just like, we're going to, okay, we're dealing with it. (laughs) And then I realized what sliced that whole analogy of the best in sliced bread, because trying to cut a slice of bread, especially when you're young. You talk about the crust not lining up. It is insanity. A lot of, uh, a lot of white
1: balls of dough. <laughs> you like real thin finger up. indentations in there. Oh, yeah. I can't even, like, if I'm at a restaurant that has table bread that you've got to cut yourself, like, uh, like an Outback, for lack of, a higher class one that I can think of where you actually have to cut the loaf and someone's like, hey, man, can you cut me a piece? I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> this is, what are you doing to me? Now I got to like, you know, I got to try and, and make yours not squish down with that ridiculous plastic knife. It used to be so much more of a
0: thing when you would sit down in a restaurant. And they would be like, "Ooh, here you go. There's yeah. a bucket of rolls. Yeah, we'll be back. And then you would just I, I would just be eating all that crap. Can we just and get some like, more
1: rolls for a little you know? bit? And
0: then, yeah, come on. Remember, they come back and we get you more rolls. Your parents might be like, no, 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 we're good. Be like, what? That's the only thing I like. I can't eat meat. I'm not eating this gross stuff. You don't get that stuff anymore when they bring out like the, the relish tray or the,
1: you know. This is my play there. Jack Gibbons Gardens in, uh, in Oak Forest. They bring out a relish tray, which is amazing to me because it's all delicious stuff that no one would buy if they sold it. You know what I mean? It's just like a cup of peppers, like like just different relishes. And it's perfect. Dude, I can't believe some of the times they assume
0: what they they, they would bring out kidney beans and like cottage cheese. Yeah. And you're like, who was who this was acceptable? Can you Ridge, imagine? Like, yeah. Back in the day, that's what they were doing. Like, you think I'm like a colonist? I'm not like I, you think I'm like Benjamin Franklin coming in here. Just put a plate of figs
1: in front of you and it's exactly how they roll that cottage cheese at Jack Gibbons gardens. And I'm like, I like this place. That is such a wild assumption. You're not ordering it if they're selling it on the menu, but if it's free, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'll have a couple curds. Oh man. I'll curd out before dinner. It's the oldest school of the old school steakhouses. Can't stand it. All right. Anyway,
0: more <laughs> Brimley banter, Jim. I got a great note here from Amy McCuzis who is a loyal listener, love Amy. She was at a parade party. Cause Jim, this is the day you go to the parade and then you go the to house parties. Parties, that's incredible. Fun. And I wanna tell you, if you um, are listening and you're a South Sider, you hear me talk about Dayton. Dayton and the day of the parade, it's the same thing. That's your life at Dayton is like parade day every day. The yeah, house buddy. parties, you come in, everyone's drinking, you have a good time. Um my buddy had a uh, his son is in third grade and he had a on his fridge. You know, is, we haven't been in people's houses for so long. Sure. So yesterday I was in their house and um third grader, he's got like a my hero project he did on Walter Payton at a ray right on his strange. fridge. It was awesome. I was like, This is great. I love it. But anyway, Amy sent a note. She ran into a Brimley who's a Shannon rover. The Shannon Rovers they march in the parade. Oh wow. Um, I know a lot of them are Chicago police officers. They are, um, you know, they're a bagpiping group. There's really two main ones in Chicago. I I, I think I would say the Emerald Society, which is I think all police officers, and then you have the Shannon Rovers. Um, Great people. I know a lot of Rovers. They bounce around the neighborhood too. They go to these house parties and they're playing. They're piping all day. You see them like they were a couple on our (laughs) block. They're drumming, piping. Incredible. It's awesome, dude. So anyway, she ran into um, Kevin Allen. Who is also a listener? They were at a parade party. They, she sent me a picture. She's like, I, I'm with a Brimley. I love it. And they just said that they are, uh, you know, fans of the podcast. They listen all the time and fun
1: to run into another Brimley. They didn't know each other. Our podcast is bringing people together, Jim. Amazing. I love it when Brims get together. Amy, thank you. That is incredible. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Great to hear from you. I want to toss one out there from uh, Matt. Matt was at the uh, the show at Caroline's on Friday night. I believe Matt was on the early show. Afterwards, they had a great conversation, took a picture with Matt and his fiance, uh, Rena. It was her first comedy show ever. He walked up right away and said, huge Brimley, love the podcast. Uh, it was great to, great to meet some NYC Brims. Um, he said it was her first comedy show. They had a blast. And thanks to you guys for helping me introduce her to Comedy Clubs, the great first experience. Matt, thank you. We hope to see you and another show again. That is
0: awesome. Jim's first comedy show. He was in his mom's tummy <laughs> and he was not there. He was just in the, what would you say? Oh, You're in the, in the embryo <laughs> and
1: in the amniotic fluid. There you go. Just All right. That seems like enough. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, anything Patrick. you want to plug? Uh, one last time, I want to remind people I'm hosting a showcase at Zanies in Chicago on St. Patrick's Day, 8 p.m. Um, I've got a discount code for tickets. Hit me up uh, on socials if you want a ticket. I've got a discount code for a, a cheaper price. I'll get you that information. Um, and uh, uh, Pat, we're going to be together in New York City next weekend. Can't wait for that, dude. I have to roll through Canada with Sebastian
0: before I get there. Yeah. Going to I will be in Ottawa, Canada the night of the festive st patrick day the um 18th we're gonna be in montreal and then toronto on the 19th then into new york city for this wild run of arenas one of them being the world's greatest arena is that what they call madison square that it is that it is we can just talk about the history of the building perhaps when we convene next thank you guys for listening hope everyone has a great week spring is almost here hope you change the clocks And, uh, Jim, I'll see you soon, bud.
1: We'll see you next time, buddy. Brims, we're out.